It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody is at least a little worried about Paolo Bancaro and his scoring, but guess what? Just like in the preseason, calm down. Just because Paolo isn't scoring like a superstar doesn't mean he's not playing like a superstar. I'll explain why, plus why the road is a big, big task for the Orlando Magic and what to watch versus the Blazers tonight as we dive into Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Magic today is, well, it's October 26th as I'm recording this. It'll be October 27th soon enough. My name is Philip Rossman Reich. I'm the expert and psych editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, Paolo Bancaro continues not to put up the kind of scoring numbers that we're used to from him, including a career low in field goal attempts. Why that doesn't mean he is not the star we think he is. In fact, why he's exactly the star we think he is. We'll dive into that. Plus. Orlando Magic head out on the road where they really struggled last year. We'll chat about what the Magic have to do on this road trip and talk about tonight's game against the Portland Trailblazers. Look at all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. Be sure to check out Mike Richmond, who we chatted with uh, earlier in the offseason uh, of Locked On Blazers to get yourself ready for tonight's game. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by Dave. Download Dave today at dave.com slash LockedOnNBA. You could get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit checks, no late fees. Check it out today. First, the big news, the most important news of the day, Breaking news, hit the CNN music. I don't know what, what we do here. Jonathan Isaac got his block. They, they did not give Jonathan Isaac a block on the Jalen Green dunk at the end of the third quarter. Um, as I noted online, that was not a block. That was deletion. But the uh, uh, you know the NBA, in its good graces, has credited Jonathan Isaac with a block. And so we can all breathe easy, go home happy. Um we're putting that 30, we're putting that win, a 116-86 win over the Houston Rockets behind us. As Cole Anthony said after the game, um, you got 30 to 40 minutes to enjoy that thing, and then it's on to the next one. And we are already on and thinking about this upcoming road trip, the first West Coast road trip of the season. A couple of late nights coming here for, for us here at Locked On Magic. Um, we will talk all about that road trip coming up here in a minute. But there's still one one thing that uh kind of lingering coming out of the game against the Rockets. Uh, one thing lingering that is worth at least 
stewing upon, at least thinking about, at least considering, uh, and 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 rehashing among some people. Um, statistically, at least, this has not been a good season for Paolo Bancaro. Uh, preseason, regular season, whatever you want to call it. Um, Paolo, there's a lot placed on Paolo. Um, you know, I've had a couple fans say, why are you so excited about Paolo Bancaro? Franz Wagner is just as good. Talk about the rest of the team. And, and yes, you're, you're all right. But let's be honest. This is a star league. You know, we're watching Damian Lillard tear up the first half with the Milwaukee Bucks and seeing what just a little bit of star power can, you know, what just a little bit more star power can do to even an already strong star team. Um, Paolo Bancaro is just this type of player that the Magic have not had. And obviously, we were super excited about what he did last year and even more excited about what he can do this year. Essentially, what everyone wants to see is Paolo double down on what made him so successful. But I will always point out, and I will always say that, A, it's just first to point out, let's point out two things. First, it's just one game. I'm not freaking out about anything Paolo did. In fact, I'm going to explain why it's it's not an issue at all. Um, and B, progress is not a straight line. You know, that Paolo will probably take some steps back to figure some things out and then take some steps forward. But what I, I, I don't, and I, I think generally Magic fans haven't been on this, but I, I just want to just kind of drive this point home. Um, Paolo did not have a bad game against the Rockets. He did not play poorly in the win over Houston. Um, in fact, he did exactly what you want a star to do. I think I brought this point out when I talked about him during the box score review. But to me, Paolo Bancaro really took some impress. You know, I don't want to say impressive steps because we're you know one game. Let's see. Let's see what patterns emerge. You know, all, all that. Paolo did some really good things. And, and, and to me, show, you know, we talked about maturity a lot, showed a lot of maturity in understanding the sacrifice that he needs to make to make his teammates better, to do what his teammates need him to do. If there was a criticism of Paolo Bancaro last year, and, and he was a rookie, um, so I think some criticisms are fair. I think some criticisms are not. If there was a hole in his rookie of the year candidacy, it was that, he, uh, it was that he was inefficient. And a lot of us here would say, well, of course he's inefficient. He's a rookie with a 30% usage rate. He wasn't 30%. It was like 28, 29%, but he's a high, a high usage rookie. Every high usage rookie is terribly inefficient because they don't know the shots they're supposed to take. Those guys are given a green light, say, Hey, go out there, do your best. Keep, you know, make some mistakes. Um, and Magic wanted him to make mistakes. That you know, we talked about it here. How the Magic probably lost games because they put the ball in Paolo's hands. Um, I think Josh Lloyd of Locked On Fantasy Basketball says this a lot. Rookies are always bad. Rookies are bad. They're terrible fantasy bets, and this is exactly why. And so, what we were all obsessed with with Paolo was how does he become more efficient. How does he take that next step? How does he do what Jason Tatum did or what Kevin Durant did in their second years? Two guys that he worked out with, by the way. Um, I would note that Paolo shot better from three in his rookie year than Kevin Durant did in his rookie year. A rookie season is, you know, it points you in the right direction, but it is not the final statement. And we, of course, expect Paolo to get better. So 
Having said all that, Paolo was three for six, and he struggled to shoot a little bit in the uh, in the game in the preseason. He wasn't kind of his super aggressive self, and, and you know he, we talked about we talked to him about it after the Pelicans game in Orlando, and, and you know his response was I, I'm not worried. Are you? And and that's that's the correct response to have. No one was worried about him at all. He was waiting for his opportunity, uh, waiting to to up the aggression a little bit, and perhaps he could still up that aggression a little bit. But I'll get to that in a minute. Paolo Bancaro had an incredibly effective game. 12 points on three for six shooting. So 50% shooting, it's, it's pretty good. But everyone's obviously, if there is a frustration, I think people are a little frustrated or a little concerned that, okay, Paolo only took six shots. Ties a career low. He took six shots, just one. He took only six shots in just one game last year. And that was the, the foul trouble-ridden game that he had against the Los Angeles Lakers. A game that I think even he admitted he was nervous going up against LeBron James. Um, just a game where he was completely out of sorts, and he would say he was out of sorts. This was not that game. This was not a game where foul trouble took Paolo completely out of the flow. This was not a game where he made these mistakes or, or he took himself out of the game. This was a game where Paolo Bancaro was deeply involved. Because yes, he was three for six, but he had five assists. He had three defenders closing in on him every time he drove to the basket. He still got to the line for seven free throws. So he still got a healthy uh, free throw diet, which you know we're expecting an average seven, eight free throws per game. This was a game where maybe Paolo wasn't getting all the way downhill to the basket. He missed a shot early that, that I thought was a little bit of a wild finish that, that was a problem in the preseason as well. But after that, he understood why he's a star. Stars are stars, of course, for their production. And, and yes, at some point, the Magic are going to need 20-point-per-game Paolo Bancaro. Um, they're going to need that guy. They didn't need it in this game. And in fact, I would I would be willing to bet he was like moving in that direction until the Magic blew the game open and they didn't need him. Because Paolo Bancaro hit the pull-up jumper that made a one-point game a three-point game and, and kind of eased the pressure off the Magic a little bit. That was a star play but so was everything else he did. Stars are stars because of their production. They're also stars because of the attention they receive. Houston put their best defender on Paolo Bancaro and Dylan Brooks. Houston, every time Paolo got moving toward the basket, two players came over to surround him, to try and trap him, to try and force him into mistakes. And Paolo didn't make mistakes. I'm looking at the box score here. Paolo had one turnover and five assists. All five of those assists were, you know, a lot of those five assists, I don't say all five, but a lot of those assists were passing out of double teams, absorbing pressure, taking taking the heat from the defense and kicking it back out to a shooter, kicking or finding Cole Anthony trailing on a cut because Paolo sucked the defense away and opened up the space for Cole to cut. Paolo Bancaro did not score very much in that game Wednesday night against Houston. That doesn't mean he didn't make an impact. That doesn't mean that he didn't he, he didn't play as the star. And I want everyone to remember that. Now look, Paolo's going to have to up the scoring. There's got to be a game when the Magic are going to need it. There was a moment in Wednesday's game when the Magic needed it, and guess where the Magic turned? They turned to Paolo. So 
one game is obviously not a reason to panic. A preseason certainly not a reason to panic with a player as talented as he is. Paolo Bancaro is still this team's star. And he played like it. Even if the numbers don't scream that he did. The Orlando Magic got to enjoy their one game at the Amway Center, but now it's time to go on the road. The Magic struggled a lot last year. What the Magic have to do to reverse their road woes, we'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends, our new friends over at Dave. Look, at, at, at one time or another, we all need a little financial help. We all need just, just a little little bump. You know, there's an emergency. There's there's something going on that says, hey, you know, we were all in college. There's always a moment. Every one of us probably had a moment in school, you know, first time on our own where we called our parents and said, hey, I need a few extra bucks for this. And that's why Dave is great. Dave can get you cash when you need a hand between paychecks. It can help you build credit by settling Extra cash advances on time. Dave is the banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you could get up to $500 in five minutes or less with no credit check and no late fees. It's part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance the money you need need with no interest and then settle up later. Extra cash gives you more money to buy groceries, fill your gas tank, finally get your car repaired, or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. You can even build credit when you settle up on time. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make their finances easier. So if you're in a pinch, get the help you need by downloading Dave. Download Dave today at dave.com slash NBA. That's dave.com slash NBA. You can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash NBA. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve, member FDIC. Today's podcast also brought to you by our friends over at Jace Medical. Um, you know, we are still in hurricane season, of course. Uh, you know, still, still got a couple more months where we got to worry about the, the Atlantic. Uh, we're getting way up there in the names. I think we're at T. I think we're at Tammy already. Hurricane season seems busier than ever. And while we've been fortunate this year where we haven't really been hit by hurricanes here in Central Florida, you always have to be prepared. So if you need to be prepared with the medication that you need in case of an emergency, Jace Case is the one for you. They're personalized emergency medication kits that contain five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your, your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medication that best fits you and your family's unique needs. You can also buy a gift card for family or your loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own. Go to jacemedical.com and enter code LOCKEDON at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at Jace, J A S E medical.com. We've been preparing for this since the schedule came out in August. Please stay up with us. Uh, I'm going to be watching the games. I'm actually going to be a live kind of 
Manning, uh, Manning casting the game over at PSF. You can check out the PSF app to join the show there. I'll try and send some links out as well. But um, we all knew this was coming. We all knew this was there. I, I thought that the Magic's game against the Rockets was as close to a must win as it could be because the Orlando Magic have departed. They are in Portland for the first of a four-game West Coast road trip. The Magic will play at Portland, uh, at the Clipper, at the Lakers on Monday, at the Clippers on Tuesday for Halloween and then close out their trip at Utah in Salt Lake City against the Utah Jazz before they come home to play the Los Angeles Lakers one week from Saturday. So kind of a quick trip, but the West Coast trips are always hard. You know, we're not going to pretend that they're not. So, you know, Utah may not be the strongest team in the world, and they they struggled a little bit against uh, the Sacramento Kings in their opener, Uh, but Salt Lake City is always a very difficult place to play. I know Orlando won in Portland last year at the Moda Center, Portland is always a very difficult place to play. And and frankly, the Magic were not a good road team last year. They're just still getting around it. Orlando was 20 and 21 at the Amway Center, which means they were 14 in, I'm trying to do math because I don't have 14 and 27 away from the Amway Center. Such a key part of this season is maturity. And, and, And I would argue having a really strong home record is essential. Winning that first home game, was essential for this Orlando Magic team. It was critical to their success and to what this team is is ultimately hoping to build. Um, Going out on the road now, though, the Magic are going to have to find themselves again. And this is where you think identity is going to to, to be found. They always say defense travels. So if you're a good defensive team, you'll be able to defend well on the road. But that just wasn't the case last year. Last year, the road was a struggle. It was not just the 14 and 27 record. Statistically, the Magic were really bad. They had a minus 4.8 net rating. Their defense did travel. 113.1 points per one sessions. Team's overall season average was 113.7. And of course, they were 113 after December 7th. But the team's offense went in the tank. Three points per 100 sessions worse than they were uh, at than they were for the season overall. They had a 108.2 offensive rating on the road. Uh, again, it's always harder, especially for younger teams to play on the road. The Magic did have a lot of home games during that 5-20 and 20 start. So, you know, there, 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 there are numbers to think about here. But this is where you figure out your team's medal. And look, this is a... This feels like a manageable road trip. You know, I think when you go on these long road trips, 500, if the Magic go 2-2 two and two and come home 3-2... and two, that's going to be considered a, a little bit of a victory. That's going to be considered a, a solid showing. If the Magic somehow go 3-1, and one, which, yeah, they had a road trip last year where they probably should have won all four games or should have gone 3-1. and one. Um, You know, the Lakers, that there's a big Lakers loss, there's a big Suns loss, that, 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 that were really close games. These, this is where your team's medal is going to be determined. And, and, you know, we hope that Orlando's continuity, that their energy, that their defense is going to be something that keeps them in a lot of these road games. But of course, we're one game into the season. We don't know. We don't know the answer to any of these questions. You know, uh, I'm looking at last year's stats because that that is a reference. But who knows what's going to last? What's going to make sense? What's going to be uh, the thing that carries over that that carries this team forward? Um, that's that's the question. You know, I don't I I don't know the answer to any of these questions. I don't know. Uh, what this team's going to be. But this is what the Magic have to do. You know, they have to find their offensive flow. They have to make some shots early. They have to be the aggressors. They were the aggressors against Houston. 
They were physical. They got after him. They got deflections. They got to bring that energy. And and everyone acknowledged the crowd gave them a lot of energy. They got to bring that energy. They got to find that energy for themselves to carry the day and win these games. And, and, at, least, and at least put them in a position to win these games. Because it's not easy to play on the road. Um, that's the truth of it. It's not easy. And this road trip is not going to be easy. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a struggle. Um, you know, every game is going to gonna feel big. Um, they should feel big. Um, and so the Magic have to really approach these games with a lot of focus and, and with a lot of the attention to detail and maturity that they've been talking about all season long, uh, all preseason long, all training camp long. Um, Orlando has to reverse these road woes. And look, these are teams the Magic can beat. The Magic got swept by the Lakers last year, but they should have won the game in Los Angeles. Or, you know, they were they were up late in the game against Los Angeles. They should have come away with an LA sweep last year. So in March, I believe. Um, they or that was that game. That, that game was in January. Um, they swept the Clippers. They they snapped their losing streak with a come from behind overtime victory over the Clippers at home. They beat the Clippers in Los Angeles with Los Angeles with Franz Wagner hitting a pair of really big shots and Markel Fultz tearing things up. Um, they they lost. They got swept by Utah. They split with Portland. I believe they split with Portland. Um, they won at Portland in a, in a really crazy game. Obviously, it's a different Portland team. These are games the Magic can win, and, and the Magic should feel. And we're early enough in the season. The Magic should feel they can win all four of these games. They're probably not going to. We're gonna we're gonna find our first loss here. Uh, you know, we're gonna find our first loss here, and that, that's okay. It's you know, not the end of the world yet. Um, but this is going to be a big gut check for this young Orlando Magic team to see just how good and how serious they are this early. We don't want to race too far ahead. It starts with tonight's game against the Portland Trailblazers. We'll go over keys to that game coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word for our friends over at Prize Picks. Boy, did I not do good in Prize Picks? You know, I took the took more for Paolo Bancaro, more for Franz Wagner. But guess what? The best part about Prize Picks is there's another game and another chance to get up on the table and try again. And you know, Prize Picks is probably not being super respectful for the Magic, even though uh, I, I got I got the more on Franz. I got I didn't get the more on Markel. I didn't get the more uh, on Paolo. And so, of course, we're going to take a look at the board. We're going to take a look at what our Prize Picks offers are for the Orlando Magic against the Portland Trailblazers. Of course. Prize Picks is a simple game. It's the most fun you're ever going to have playing daily fantasy sports. You can win up to 25 times your money with every entry. All you have to do is pick more or less than the projected stats and place your entry. If you believe, and I'm going to pull it up here in a second if I can find it. I don't think they posted. I don't think they posted our Prize Picks for uh, for Friday's game yet. But if you believe Paolo Bancaro is going to score more than 21 and a half points, which was his number for Wednesday's game against the Houston Rockets. If you believe Paolo Bancaro will get more than 21 and a half points, you just simply say he's going to get more than 21 and a half points. It's that easy. They offer quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats from points, rebounds, points, rebounds, and assists. So many stats to help you find the pick that works for you. You're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to have a really good chance to make some money. And with the prize picks reboot policy, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For NFL games and college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. Um, go to prizepix.com slash locked on NBA 
and use code LOCKEDONNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricefix.com slash LOCKEDONNBA, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A, that's two N's, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for first deposit match up to $100. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Orlando Magic get to play the Portland Trailblazers in their opening night game. Portland coming off, it was a 12-point loss to the LA Clippers, uh, but the Clippers wrecked them. They were up by 30 at one point. The sec- the fourth quarter of the game was academic. It was not too dissimilar. It was not the same as the Magic's game because it was never close. LA just dominated them completely. Um, but not too dissimilar in that the Clippers won comfortably, the Magic won comfortably. So Portland's going to be hungry for a win. They're going to be in front of a home crowd, new team for them, new era for them. There's going to be a lot of emotion and excitement in the building, just like there is every open night. It is hard to win on opening night. It is hard to come into another team's building, first game of the season, first home game of the season, and get a win. This is going to be a really, really big challenge. Um, Let's pull up some keys to the game for, uh, for the Magic versus the Blazers. Uh, I'm going to start with turnovers and transition baskets. You know, turnovers were a, a really big piece of the puzzle for the Orlando Magic uh, throughout training camp. It's something they're still hammering. Had 16 turnovers for 14 points against Houston. That's pretty good. Orlando first forced a ton of turnovers, 19 turnovers for 23 points. Orlando is going to need to do the same thing here. The Clippers really victimized Portland off turnovers. They they got turnovers. They got out in transition. Orlando in their game against Houston had only five fast break points. Orlando is going to need to bump that number up. They're two for six on fast break opportunities. They're going to need to bump that number up if they want to blow out the Blazers, which I think they can. I think that is absolutely something that this team can. And, and, you know, you don't want to say you're aiming for it, but if the Magic are going to blow them out, it's because they're getting out in transition. So I think that is a big factor. That was something the Magic really struggled with. Portland's going to look to run too. Scoot Henderson wants to run. He wants easy baskets. They got Anthony Simons. They got some guys that can fly down the court. Uh, and then you got DeAndre Ayton pulling up, pulling it up the rear. Um, and look, DeAndre Ayton got into foul trouble, did not play very well, did not play a ton of meaningful minutes against the Clippers. They're going to look to establish him early too. So Wendell Carter's going to have to be on his game. Ayton is a Ayton's still a, a handful down on the block. And Portland's got some guys who can score. That gets us to our second point, which is watch the three-point line. Houston was able to climb back in the game against the Magic on Wednesday by hitting some threes. They had five threes in the first five minutes of the third quarter. That cut the lead from 12 down to one. Um, Orlando, it wasn't that Orlando wasn't scoring. It was giving up threes. It was three for two. Uh, And Houston was able to cut into that lead and and make it a game, make it a one-point game at one point. The Magic built their lead in the first half with three-pointers. Whoever's going to win the three-point line could very well win the game. And final key to this game, just like I mentioned, the Magic do need to get get Paolo Bancaro Caro going. Um, there's there's no doubt about that in my mind. 
They do need to get Paolo established. They need to get him into a good scoring rhythm. This stuff is important. This stuff does matter. Uh, and, and, you know, yes, Orlando got what they needed to score and score plenty. They got to make sure their key players are scoring. You know, again, it's what's consistency, what's sustainable. This Magic bench is going to be good. Um, like, like Orlando, Portland has a lot of their shooters coming off the bench, so I don't think the Magic will have as much of a bench advantage in this game as they did against Houston. You know, Portland's got Robert Williams. They got Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench right now. They got some shooters off the bench um, that that will that could give the Magic some problems. Um, you know, certainly, you know, not the level of a, a Fred Van Vliet perhaps quite yet, but um, this is a team that has some veterans still mixed in. They're going to play hard. They're not going to be happy about their loss to the Clippers. Orlando's got to kind of put their foot down, have that consistent and constant drumbeat that makes them a successful team. And, and that's going to be, a big part of this game should be a good one. I do expect the magic to win this game. Uh, I would take the magic to win, uh, but we will see what happens. Cause you just, you just never know this early in the season, what's going to happen and, and, and who's playing well and who's not, but that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of lockdown Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at Philip R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple podcast. Search your tune in Himmel, Google, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them. Please send the podcast to your podcast enabled listening device released on the Orlando magic. Be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at OMagicDaily. Also, be sure to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub. That's patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. I have a free video up right now of my favorite plays from the Magic's win over the Houston Rockets. I break down a lot of the stuff I was talking about with Paolo, uh, how he attracted attention and made the most of it. Check that out uh, as well if you want to add that to your site, to your cycle. I'm hoping to do more of those kinds of videos throughout the season. Probably not going to have a favorite plays after Friday's game just because of, of my schedule on Saturday. Um, but we'll, I'll be doing a lot more videos like that as well. So definitely, definitely, definitely check out that video today. Also, for Friday's game against the Portland Trailblazers, I will be hopping on, and I want to make sure I get the app name right, on the PSF app. Download the PSF app off your off your off wherever you get your, your apps. Go to the Magic chat room at 9.45 p.m. Eastern time. I will be hosting a, a kind of Manning cast style Watch along. I'll be commenting and talking about the game. You can essentially watch the game with me. I'll monitor the chat, answer questions. Check it out today. PSF is the name of the app. It's Pro Sports Fans. Uh, If you search PSF, you should find it on your app store. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Lockdown Magic, this has been Philip Ross from Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Lockdown Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.